Don't turn it up, please. Yo, it's your man, Ben's Forever, thinking out loud. How's everybody doing out there? I'm hoping everybody's doing well, and I sincerely mean it. Let's get it. New York City. Yo, a 15-year-old shot in Brooklyn is in critical condition. All right. Uh, NYPD is hunting. NYPD is hunting for a gunman after a 15-year-old boy was shot in the chest in Brooklyn on Monday afternoon, which is today. The incident happened near the intersection of 62nd Street and 20th Avenue just after 1 p.m. in Bensonhurst. The victim was taken to... uh, I don't even know how to say this shit. This is probably a new hospital in Brooklyn because I'm from Brooklyn, but this got to be new. Maimonides, Maimonides Medical Center. Maimonides, Maimonides, Maimonides Medical Center, reportedly in critical condition. I'm sorry if I can't spell it. You know what I'm saying? I know Kings County Hospital, and there's another one. But this one is Maimonides Medical Center, reportedly in critical condition. Sounds like Queens to me. So far, no arrests have been made and police are still searching for the suspects. A deli owner who saw the incident said there has been a problem with gang activity in the neighborhood. It's sad. It's depressing. One neighbor told news sources. I wish people would be more careful and keep it safe for the community, but they don't even care. Yeah, that happens all the time. It's a regular gang violence. Got to blame the music industry for all of that. You know what I'm saying? AI is taking over. They don't need people no more. So they're going to just continue on with the media of having false music that's going inside of your child's mind and false, uh, uh, how you call it? I also call that shit mediocrity. You can switch that whole term up, that terminology, mediocrity. But the um, like movies and stuff that you watch, it's gonna be controlled, and it's, it's gonna go in your mind, and then you your kids might act a different way, thinking that shit is cool. Gang life is not cool. It's like dumb. It's the most dumbest thing that you can do. You see what I'm saying? Fuck being a slave. You're a slave to this fucking shit that you're hearing on the radio or whatever new bop that's out there. That's the that's causing these kids to be slave-minded because they don't even know what they're doing. They're oblivious. You know what I'm saying? You might as well say me, Ben's Pharrell, thinking out loud, started this woke campaign and shit. But my woke campaign means educated. Educate yourself. That's what I'm about. The other woke campaign, I'm not about that. X me out of all of that bullshit there. You know what I'm saying? I'm using my own terminology. All right, moving along. Let's see what's going on out here. The Gilgo Beach murders, everything we know, and the case against Rex Herman. Uh, we could do this. All right. You want me to do this, y'all? All right, let's do it. Fuck it. Rex Herman, Gilgo Beach murders, Suffolk County. District Attorney details Rex Herman's arrest. All right. Prosecutors say they have 
an avalanche of evidence against Mr. Rex Herman, the man suspected of the Gilgo Beach murders. Mr. Herman, a Long Island architect, has been charged with murder in the deaths of three of the 11 victims in a long unsolved strings of killings. Prosecutors say Mr. Herman had a burner phone and had burner phones and a long internet history containing at least 200 searches about the investigation into the Gilgo murders. Right? Let me repeat that again because you know I'm all about the transparency. Oh, yes, sir. Prosecutors say Mr. Herman had a burner phone and had burner phones and a long internet history containing at least 200 searches about the investigation into the Gilgo murders. Suffolk County District Attorney Raymond Tierney joined Good Day New York with details about the special task force and investigation that led to the arrest of Mr. Herman. Tierney, uh, the district attorney, first got into office in January 2022, and that was when he formed the task force. After reviewing all the evidence in the case, we had sort of honed in on this, Mr. Turney said, the district attorney. There is a potentially a fourth person Mr. Herman has been linked to. Toward, towards last Thursday, we had given the potential danger and also potential disclosure of our investigation, uh, tyranny. Mr. Tyranny said, D.A. Tyranny stated, Tyranny, D.A. Tyranny says the, def the defendant lived a very atypical, uh, bifurcated life. Herman was still continuing to use burner phones and communicating with sex workers. He used, he's basically lived an underworld type of life, all right? like the back in the days, 1990 mobsters and shit like that. You know, uh, fucking junkyard dog life. You see what I'm saying? Obviously, we had him under surveillance, but still, so you know, early evening Thursday, you know, the decision was made. We need to, we need to, we need to put him in the custody, Mr. Terry, and he said. That, that, whoever wrote that shit, that I was read, that wasn't me because it was repetitive. It was looked like it's a whole bunch of typos. They probably was trying to type down exactly barbatim what uh, Mr. Tyranny DA said. All right, the smoking gun, the smoking gun was, first of all, forming a task force and bringing in, bringing in really great analysts and investigators from a number of different agencies and putting them directly in contact with our prosecutors. Tyranny said March 14 was when the first, when they first heard the name Rex Herman come up as a suspect. Officials realized he owned a Chevy Avalanche, all right? which was the car that was driven uh, by the man that saw the last victim, Amberlynn Castillo, who is alive. The, the uh, officials described the suspect as a very distinctly large man, heavily built, glasses, 
dark, thick hair. When we saw that Herman matched that description, but not only that, earlier in the investigation in 2012, the FBI had established these areas of interest in Massapequa Park, as well as Midtown Manhattan. As far as phone cells, as far as cell phones usage in areas where these cell phones were being used, and Mr. Herman, he lived in Massapequa Park, and he worked in Midtown Manhattan, and that within the same area, District Attorney Tyranny stated. Tyranny told news sources that those were very compelling factors. And then, of course, then now you go back to the crime scene, and you've got these five questions here which were answered well for regular DNA. But we did, we did mitochondrial, mitochondrial DNA, you know. That's what um, forensics use to um, trace DNA uh, specimens and stuff like that. So uh, DA Tyranny added that there wasn't much evidence except for the hairs that were originally not suitable for nuclear DNA testing. He said they were able to do mitochondrial DNA and DNA profiles. We got in we got in a sample from the defendant and some of his family members, and the profile from those samples matched some of the hairs found on the bodies, specifically hairs from a human and two hairs from his wife. Uh, District Attorney Tyranny stated. Tyranny got the chance to meet some of the victims' families and said it was a powerful thing. That's a moment. That's a moment I don't think you know any of us will ever forget because they had waited for so long. And, you know, periodically, you do meet up with them. Fucking background with these people making noise and shit. So I always got to repeat myself and stuff like that. But hey, you know, the producers told me it's a go, goddammit, your shit is right. But hey, that's the moment I don't think. That's a moment I don't think, you know, any of us will ever forget because they had waited for so long. And, you know, periodically you do meet up with them. And, of course, we didn't tell them why we were coming to see them. And so when we saw them and they knew Tyranny said, uh, Tyranny said he is charged with first and second degree murder in connection with the deaths of three victims, Melissa Bartholomew, Bartholomew, Megan Waterman, and Amber Castillo. We have these four cases in our sights. We're going to complete that, and then we're going to keep on going. And it doesn't matter what I think. It matters what I can prove. And we're going to continue to work through this case. And, you know, we have a great team, and we feel good about things, Mr. D District Attorney Tyranny said. Tyranny asked if anyone, yeah, but that's the case of uh, 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 the Gilgo Beach murders, Suffolk County. All right, Rex Hermans. All right, this case right here could turn into a possible uh, 
how you will call it, an episode. Since they got like a writer's block over there in goddamn Hollywood, somebody could probably just take this and turn it into an episode and get paid for real, you know. Hopefully they send me a piece of the check because I don't push them over the edge to listen to my goddamn podcast, which is called Thinking Out Loud with your man Ben Sorrell. Oh, yes, sir. I'm on it all the time. Who's going to stop this freight train from fucking reaching this destination? I want to know who's going to derail my shit. Fuck that. We going to get there. Let's see what else news we got, man. Goddamn. Let me see. What else we got in this bitch? Sorry for my French, but you know, sometimes power outages play Belleville, New Jersey, following severe thunderstorms. Okay, okay. You know. Oregon murders deaths of four women over three months are linked. I already did that one. Already got that one out there. All right. Man scams drivers out of nearly $2,000 posing as parking lot attendant at soccer game. Oh, shit. Let me see what's going on here. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cincinnati police are looking for a man who recently posed as a parking attendant at a soccer game, getting away with hundreds of dollars. All right. Authorities released the pictures. Of the suspect they believe posed as an attendant on July 9th at the Free Store Food Bank on 1141 Central Parkway between 2 and 3 p.m. local time. News sources said that the building was vacant, but owners allowed the surrounding space to be rented out as a parking lot to a third-party company, Tri-State Parking. We partnered with Tri-State Parking, and they said, yeah, they would come in. And they operated for us. And they would give us a little bit of the money back. Free Store Store Food Bank President and CEO Kurt Ribber told news sources, so that money we get and that money that we would got in will help us feed the children. Right? That's what he said. Before Tri-State Parking employees arrived at the lot, the suspect had lured drivers to park in the location to attend the FC Cincinnati game, according to news sources. Hey, before I move along, this suspect that did that probably is an insider of, he probably knew what was going on. So that's that he probably worked for the people of that soccer game or he probably worked for that tri-state parking people. So he probably, he, he probably one of them because how the fuck he knew that shit. You see what I'm saying? The news outlets also reported that the man was able to scam drivers out of nearly two thousand, nearly two thousand dollars. Remember, I'm using um, Pro Tools, so if I keep repeating myself and repeating, it's because of the tracks and stuff. But I don't care if that irritates you because I use Pro Tools and I do my thing my way, nigga. I'm trying to get paid. So, moving along, basically, he set up fake cones, fake tickets and sold out the entire parking lot before Tri-State got there, Um, the President Ryber added. This was probably four or five hours before the game even started. According to news sources, Tri-State parking employees spotted and confronted the fake parking lot attendant, but he left before police arrived. Woo! 
That son of a bitch right there is devious. You know what I'm saying? He got away with that shit. I don't know what they're going to do about that. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, that dude, the suspect, he's probably, he probably knew about it. So he probably, no, he's probably worked for the tri-state parking people. He probably once worked for them. He probably is married to one of the co-workers. He probably worked for the game people and stuff like that. You know, he's probably a parent of one of the people of the soccer games. He had to know something about it. It's obvious. So, you know, I'm pretty sure detectives can figure this out real quick. You know, even if they got like security cameras, they probably would figure it out. But they got a picture of the dude anyway. They got a picture of him. So they're going to find them anyway. So that's some that's some bitches devious than a motherfucker. That's what people do, baby. That's what people do. This is the world that we live in. Didn't I told you people are unpredictable? You don't know what a motherfucker finna do. All right. That's why you got to stay alert. You see what I'm saying? Vigilant. Goddamn. Pay attention to your surroundings. Pay attention to details, and you will be all right in this goddamn doggy dog world that we live in. I promise you, straight up, man, pay attention. Keep God first. You know what I'm saying? If you a real person, you will get up and pray and thank God for giving you breath to wake up out of your bed. If you're a real-ass person, you see what I'm saying? I'm not fake. You know what I'm saying? I won't even say that I'm from the old school. I will rather say that I'm from the heaven above and I came to save y'all motherfuckers. This is what we do. All right. This is your man, Ben Sorrell with Thinking Out Loud. Subscribe to my YouTube. I haven't been active on it. I'm sorry about that, but I'm pretty sure in the near future I will be active on it. But I've been super active on TikTok, which is underscore murder envy. That is underscore M U R D E R. E-N-V as in Victor, I-I. And you can follow me on Instagram, which is Box Benji. Box Benji for the goddamn YouTube. Box Benji for the Instagram. And that is B-O-X-B-E-N-J-I. Holla at you, man. I will be back with another segment full of chibachery. Oh, yes, sir. Peace. Oh, it's the Want to make a podcast? Spotify got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters. And here's how it works Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can get started today. Then you can get it distributed, your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And when you want to take a conversation with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, it took my talent to a whole nother level, and I'm happy about that. I feel like I have options like video podcasts and Q&A polls that lets me be creative on another level. 
I highly recommend it. You give it a try. Download Spotify for podcasters on your app store or go to the www.spotify.com podcasters to get started.